Good morning, and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast where we read you the whole Bible every year, based on the weekly Torah portions. My name is Johanna, and I'm your reader today. Today is Thursday, the 29th of December, and on the Hebrew calendar, it is the 5th of Tevet. And today in history, the prophet Ezekiel receives a report in Babylon. Um, this is from Ezekiel 33:21. Now in the 12th year of our exile, on the 5th of the 10th month, the refugees from Jerusalem came to me saying, the city has been taken. This week our parasha is called Vayigash, which means he drew near. And today's reading will be Genesis 45:28 through 46:27. Before we get into our readings, let's take a moment to bless God and to thank him for his word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. Israel said, It is enough. Yosef, my son, is still alive. I will go and see him before I die. Israel traveled with all that he had and came to Beersheba and offered sacrifices to the God of his father, Yitzchak. God spoke to Israel in the visions of the night and said, Yaakov, Yaakov, he said, Hineni. He said, I am God, the God of your father. Do not be afraid to go down into Egypt, for there I will make of you a great nation. I will go down with you into Egypt. I will also surely bring you up again. Yosef's hand will close your eyes. Yaakov rose up from Beersheba, and the sons of Israel carried Yaakov their father, their little ones, and their wives, in the wagons which Pharaoh had sent to carry him. They took their livestock and their goods, which they had gotten in the land of Canaan and came into Egypt, Yaakov and all that his seed with him, his sons and his sons' sons with him, his daughters and his sons' daughters, and he brought all his seed with him into Egypt. These are the names of the sons of Israel who came into Egypt, Yaakov and his sons, Reuven, Yaakov's firstborn, the sons of Reuven, Hanoch, Palu, Chetzron, and Karmi. The sons of Shimon, Yemuel, Yamin, Ohad, Yachin, Tzohar, and Shaul, the son of a Canaanite woman. The sons of Levi, Gershon, Kehat, and Merari. The sons of Yehuda, Er, Onan, Shelach, Peretz, and Zerah. But Er and Onan died in the land of Canaan. The sons of Peretz, were Chesron and Hachamul, the sons of Issachar, Tola, Puva, Iov, and Shimron, the sons of Zvulun, Sered, Elon, and Yachliel. These are the sons of Leah, whom she bore to Yaakov in Padan Aram, 
with his daughter Dina. All the souls of his sons and his daughters were 33. The sons of God, Tzifion, Chagi, Shuni, Etzbon, Eri, Arodi, and Areli. The sons of Asher, Imna, Ishva, Ishvi, Beria, and Sarah, their sister. The sons of Beria, Hever, and Machliel. These are the sons of Zilpa, whom Lavan gave to Leah, his daughter, and she bore to Yaakov even sixteen souls. The sons of Rachel, Yaakov's wife, Yosef, and Binyamin. To Yosef in the land of Egypt were born Menashe and Ephraim, whom Osnat, the daughter of Potipherah, priest of On, bore to him. The sons of Binyamin, Bela, Becher, Ashbel, Gera, Naaman, Echi, Rosh, Mupim, Chupim, and Ard. These are the sons of Rachel, who were born to Yaakov. All the souls were fourteen. The son of Dan, Chushim, the sons of Naphtali, Yachziel, Guni, Yezer, and Shilem. These are the sons of Bila, whom Lavan gave to Rachel, his daughter, and these she bore to Yaakov. All the souls were seven. All the souls who came with Yaakov into Egypt, who were his direct offspring, in addition to Yaakov's sons' wives, all the souls were sixty-six. The sons of Yosef, who were born to him in Egypt, were two souls. All the souls of the house of Yaakov, who came into Egypt, were seventy. That was Genesis forty-five twenty-eight through forty-six twenty-seven. Today's portion from the prophets is Second Samuel or Shmuel Bet, chapter twelve. So the Lord sent Nathan to David, and he came to him and said to him, "There were two men in one city; the one rich and the other poor." The rich man had very many flocks and herds, but the poor man had nothing except one little ewe lamb, which he had bought and raised. It grew up together with him and with his children. It ate of his own food, drank of his own cup, and lay in his bosom, and was like a daughter to him. A traveler came to the rich man, and he spared to take of his own flock and of his own herd to prepare for the wayfaring man who had come to him, but took the poor man's lamb and prepared it for the man who had come to him. Then David's anger burned hot against the man, and he said to Nathan, As the Lord lives, the man who has done this deserves to die. He must restore the lamb fourfold because he did this thing. And because he had no pity. Then Nathan said to David, You are the man. This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. I anointed you king over Israel, and I delivered you out of the hand of Shaul. I gave you your master's house and your master's wives into your bosom, and gave you the house of Israel and of Judah. And if that would have been too little, I would have given you even more. Why have you despised the word of the Lord? 
to do that which is evil in his sight. You have struck Uriah the Hittite with the sword, and have taken his wife to be your wife, and have slain him with the sword of the sons of Ammon. Now therefore, the sword will never depart from your house, because you have despised me, and have taken Uriah the Hittite's wife to be your wife. This is what the Lord says, Behold, I will raise up evil against you out of your own house, and I will take your wives before your eyes, and give them to your neighbor, and he will lie with your wives in the sight of his of this son. For you did this secretly, but I will do this thing before all Israel and before the son. David said to Nathan, I have sinned against the Lord. Nathan said to David, The Lord also has put away your sin, and you will not die. However, because by this deed you have given great occasion to the enemies of the Lord to blaspheme, the child also who is born to you will surely die. Then Nathan departed to his house. And the Lord struck the child that Uriah's wife bore to David, and it was very sick. David therefore begged God for the child, and David fasted and went in and lay all night on the ground. The elders of his house arose beside him to raise him up from the earth, but he would not, and he did not eat bread with them. On the seventh day the child died. David's servants were afraid to tell him that the child was dead, for they said, Behold, while the child was yet alive, we spoke to him, and he did not listen to our voice. How will he then harm himself if we tell him that the child is dead? But when David saw that his servants were whispering together, David perceived that the child was dead, and David said to his servants, Is the child dead? They said, He is dead. Then David arose from the earth and washed and anointed himself and changed his clothing. And he came into the house of the Lord and worshipped. Then he came to his own house, and when he requested, they sent they set bread before him, and he ate. Then his servant said to him, What is this that you have done? You fasted and wept for the child while he was alive. But when the child was dead, you rose up and ate bread. And he said, While the child was yet alive, I fasted and wept. For I said, Who knows whether the Lord will not be gracious to me, that the child may live. But now he is dead. Why should I fast? Can I bring him back again? I will go to him, but he will not return to me. Then David comforted Bathsheba, his wife, and went into her and lay with her. She bore a son, and he called his name Shlomo. And the Lord loved him, and he sent by the hand of Nathan the prophet, and he named him Yedidia for the sake of the Lord. Now Joab fought against Rabbah of the children of Ammon and took the royal city. And Joab sent messengers to David and said, I have fought against Rabbah, yes, I have taken the city of waters. Now therefore gather the rest of the people together, and encamp against the city, and take it, 
lest I take the city and it be called by my name. So David gathered all the people together and went to Rabbah and fought against it and took it. He took the crown of their king from off his head, and its weight was a talent of gold, and in it were precious stones, and it was set on David's head. And he brought a great quantity of plunder out of the city, and he brought out the people who were in it, and put them under saws, under iron picks, under axes of iron, and made them pass through the brick kiln. And he did so to all the cities of the children of Ammon, then David and all the people returned to Yerushalayim. That was Second Samuel, chapter 12. Our portion today from the writings is Psalm or Tehillim 84. For the chief musician on an instrument of Gat, a psalm by the sons of Korach. How lovely are your dwellings, Lord of hosts, My soul longs, yes, even faints, for the courts of the Lord, and my heart and my flesh cry out for the living God. Yes, the sparrow has found a home, and the swallow a nest for herself, where she may have her young. Near your altars, Lord of hosts, my King and my God. Blessed are those who dwell in your house. They are always praising you. Selah. Blessed are those whose strength is in you, who have set their hearts on a pilgrimage. Passing through the valley of Baca, they make it a place of springs. Yes, the autumn rain covers it with blessings. They go from strength to strength. Every one of them appears before God in Zion. The Lord God of hosts, hear my prayer. Listen, God of Yaakov, Selah. Behold, God our shield, look at the face of your anointed. For a day in your courts is better than a thousand. I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than to dwell in the tents of wickedness. For the Lord God is a sun and a shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. He withholds no good thing from those who walk blamelessly. The Lord of hosts, blessed is the man who trusts in you. That was Psalm 84. Our portion today from the Apostles is Luke 8, 1 through 25. And it came to pass afterward, that he went through the cities and villages, preaching and bringing the good news of the kingdom of God. And with him were the twelve and certain women who had been healed of evil spirits and infirmities, Miriam, who was called Magdalene, from whom seven demons had gone out, and Johanna, the wife of Chuza, Herod's steward, and Shoshana, and many others who served them from their possessions. And when a great multitude came together, and people from every city were coming to him, he spoke by a parable. The sower went out to sow his seed, and as he sowed, some fell along the road, and it was trampled underfoot, and the birds of the sky devoured it. 
Other seed fell on the rock, and as soon as it grew, it withered away because it had no moisture. Other fell amid the thorns, and the thorns grew with it and choked it. Other fell into the good ground and grew and produced one hundred times as much fruit. As he said these things, he called out, He who has ears to hear, let him hear. Then his disciples asked him, saying, What does this parable mean? And he said, To you it is given to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God, but to the rest in parables, that seeing they may not see, and hearing they may not understand. Now the parable is this, The seed is the word of God. Those along the road are those who hear. Then the devil comes and takes away the word from their heart, that they may not believe and be saved. Those on the rock are they who, when they hear, receive the word with joy. But these have no root, who believe for a while, then fall away in time of temptation. That which fell among the thorns... These are those who have heard, and as they go on their way, they are choked with cares, riches, and pleasures of life, and bring no fruit to maturity. But those in the good ground, these are those who, with an honest and good heart, having heard the word, hold it tightly, and produce fruit with perseverance. No one, when he has lit a lamp, covers it with a container or puts it under a bed, but puts it on a stand, that those who enter in may see the light. For nothing is hidden that will not be revealed, nor anything secret that will not be known and come to light. Be careful, therefore, how you hear. For whoever has, to him will be given. And whoever does not have, from him will be taken away even that which he thinks he has." Then his mother and brothers came to him, and they could not come near him for the crowd. Some people told him, Your mother and your brothers stand outside, desiring to see you. But he answered them, My mother and my brothers are these who hear the word of God and do it. Now on one of those days he entered into a boat, himself and his disciples, and he said to them, Let us go over to the other side of the lake. So they launched out. But as they sailed, he fell asleep. A windstorm came down on the lake, and they were taking on dangerous amounts of water. And they came to him and awoke him, saying, Master, Master, we are dying. And he awoke and rebuked the wind and the raging of the water. And they ceased, and it was calm. He said to them, Where is your faith? Being afraid, they marveled, saying to one another, Who is this then, that he commands even the winds and the water, and they obey him? That was Luke 9, excuse me, 8, 1 through 25. If you are reading through the Apostles twice this year's cycle, you will also be reading 2 Corinthians 7 today. Well, that concludes our episode for today. Thank you for listening. May you have a blessed, blessed day going in the strength of the Lord and that the word of God would encourage your heart this morning. I'm Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. 
Shalom from Israel. Until next time. Thank you.